You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast to help you get unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. I'm Carol, your self-love and dating coach. And I'm Becca, entrepreneur and mother of three. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? So Becca, did you find yourself some support last week? I surely did. Well, I had sort of talked about this, that I passed by that sign on the street next to mine and um, and it said, and actually this is so funny, but I, so I live on Arts Street in New Orleans and I live in between Music and Painters Street. And so oh, there's a little studio on Music Street called Music on Music and they had a little sign outside. So I contacted this woman and um, she had some availability. I think I talked about that. And so I scheduled my lesson. And now since it's been two weeks since we've been here again, I've done a few lessons and it's great. I found her. She's great. She's right by my house. Yes. And I also, of course, I had to ask Emil if he'd be willing to watch the kids while I go over there. And he was. So that's who I had to involve to make this dream a reality. And I did it. And I'm well on my way to learning how to play the piano. That's awesome. I am... Nancy agreed to take Chase for one day out the week, so I'd have like a free day. Wow. So that'll help out a lot with the research. Um, (laughs) Research is so boring, so it's like, okay. I know. So like, like, um, I have to like do research and then I start trying to kind of organize and like write a couple of things that I would put into the course because if I just do sure research I'll, I'll I'll lose it it's not yeah my calling well and as you're going through you know you're pulling out the things that you're finding interesting and it's sparking ideas so all yeah, of the time yeah, you spend that, doing that is yeah. worthy yeah but it's just digging through like a bunch of useless information and then it's finding that gem like ah yes yes That's true. And it's so time consuming. Like even just getting prepared to talk today, I was sort of revisiting some of these old books that I've read before and thinking Mm -hmm. about like habit building and all that stuff. And you're like, like as you're going through it, you're like, oh yeah, that was useful. And that was useful. And that was useful. And you're thinking about it. But then like you look up and you're like, ah, I've been doing this for two hours. (laughs) I found one thing to talk about. Right. That's (laughs) hilarious. It's true though. Um, yes. And so I've also, I just wanted to say at the top of the episode too, how much I'm enjoying the process. So even though I've start, so I've started and I'm taking the lessons and she's helping me. Um, and really it's completely different than when I was doing like, you know, the, the online lessons or when I had the app to try to learn, mm-hmm. it's just so much different to be there with someone who can like correct your posture and show you how to oh. sit and how to hold your hands and how to like, you know, like move your body. Like those right. things are so difficult to relearn as an adult and without someone right there looking at what you're doing and giving you feedback. And it's the same with like yoga, like all day long, right. you can watch yoga videos online, but when you actually go to a class with a great teacher, all of a sudden they like move your body and put you in alignment and you're like, Oh, I've been doing that wrong for years. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's very true. Um, yeah. But even the practicing, like I'm finding that, you know, I've always wanted to be more of a meditator and I've always like tried to make time to meditate in my day and I'm just very bad at it. Like I don't really enjoy the process and Mm. it's hard for me to make the time. It's always falls to the bottom of my list. And with this though, it does feel like a meditative practice. Like when I'm doing it for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, I'm not thinking about anything else. And I'm just like having these free flowing thoughts and right. it's, it really like grounds and centers me. So I'm just all the way through, like, even though I suck and I'm, you know, like 
you know, learning is hard. I am truly enjoying the the process. And so I, I think like I'm so grateful we decided to do this because it's been really uplifting for my day to day life. How are you feeling about the process so far? I just feel good. It just feels good to keep making progress on something that you're working on. So that just lights you up anyway. Like anytime it's like you have an idea and you start to do it and you're like really doing it, it just it just makes you feel lighter or just makes yeah. you feel better. It's funny. Well, today we are talking about habits and it's funny that you bring up meditation because that has been a habit that I've been trying to do for myself. So um, I've actually meditated the last three days. No. Yeah, I only do it for like 10 minutes at a time. That's great, though. Um, That's enough. Yeah, and it's good. It's good. Like, I I feel like um, I just do like the simple version where it's just like focusing on your breath and kind of just right. letting your mind wander and focusing back on your breath. But it's been it's been good. I like it. It just, you know, feels like something I should be doing. I feel like you don't really feel the effects until you have been doing it for longer. Mm-hmm. But I've been combining it with my little yoga practice. And... Yeah, I've been seeing that on Instagram. I've been seeing you do your, your yoga. Oh, yeah. So before we jump into like the habits that we are trying to create, let's talk about why habits are important in the first place. Like why do we need to create really good habits. Right. Well, I mean, I think that it's um, it's been scientifically proven and there's been a ton of research and data on this, but like developing clear goals and habits for your life actually does make you happier and changes your brain chemistry. So that's, yes. that's part of it, right? Yes, absolutely. And your habits are 40% of your day is controlled by habits. And that's a lot. That's half your day. Pretty much. Right. So if half your day is just running on autopilot with your habits, then to make sure you have some good ones in there is really, really important. Like if we had to, the reason that our brains do this is so it doesn't have to put out as much energy. Like if you had to think every time you got into the car, like, okay, key in ignition, turn, check mirrors. Like if you had to actually think about that, consciously every time like your day would just be terrible when I when you don't have habits like if you go through some sort of transition in your life and you have to you're starting from like a clean slate when I started becoming a stay-at-home mom and I had no like my habits of like waking up going to work whatever all that was gone so I was just lost like I was depressed for like Mm -hmm. a whole year because I didn't know what I was doing like I literally had to think about every single decision like oh should I get the baby up or should I brush my teeth should I take a shower now while the baby is crying or should I feed him first and then take a shower do I oh my god having a baby destroys any habit you think you ever had (laughs) exactly those things do not live by any kind of habit whatsoever. Right. They are just like in the moment sensory explosions all the time. Yes. <laughs> or it's true like when you have an injury, right? Like if you hurt your hand, for example, and then all of a sudden like you realize you're like, wow, I use my hand for so many things that I never think about. Mm-hmm. And now this is slowing me down so much because every time I have to use my hand, I have to figure out some kind of workaround. And it's, you know, so this, when we're talking about habits, it's kind of like this, these things in your day that just occur to you to do, right? Like when I wake up, 
if I don't brush my teeth first thing when I get out of bed, it's like every five minutes, my brain's going, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, you need to brush your teeth, you need to brush your teeth, you need to brush your teeth. You know, it's like these things that just are so part of your day that if you don't do it, it causes your brain to like fritz out. It does. And everybody has the ones that you do. And I think like what we're talking about is, is how to uh, add in some of the ones that you want to do. And of course, take out some of the ones that you find to be like distracting, right? Right. And the reason it's so hard to do that is because your brain makes these neural pathways and the more and more you do something, the more ingrained these pathways get. And so it's so if you have a bad habit, uh, for instance, like smoking weed for me, like it's a bad habit. I, I stop and then I start again and then I stop and I start again. And like it's like I'll, when I start, it's fine. And then it becomes like, oh, I'm doing this too much. And now it's a now it's like every Every night when everyone's going to bed mm-hmm. and we've all had dinner and we're about to watch TV, that's what my brain does. Like, oh, it's time to smoke. It's time to smoke. It's time to smoke. It's time right. to smoke. It's time to smoke. And when when you're trying to break that habit, it's like it's such a struggle in your mind because like your brain wants to do this other thing that you've done a million times so much because that's what it's used to doing. And so it's such sure. a it's such a struggle to create like a new pathway in your mind. Like, no, we're going to do this instead so yes but the way to do it is just through repetitive action rote, right right exactly. like rote learning and that's also why you know as as like I've noticed and I'm sure a lot of other people have too but like as your parents age and you spend time with them and they're really like stuck in their ways about certain things it's because it's 30 more years of doing it that exact right. same way right exactly. so like if you've been doing it the same way for 40 or 50 years right of course it's even harder to break out of it you know yes, so yes. I think like it's obvious that you know, you, you dig in those, those ingrained pathways and then you just slide on down them. And if you really do want to go in a different direction, it's a, it's a matter of really carving out a whole new road. Right. Right. So the habit that I'm struggling with with right now with doing this, uh, goal, and I'm sure everyone who's doing goals with us have started to point out or started to figure out certain things in their life that just are not working with that goal because right. anytime you try to start something new, you're going to have to sacrifice something else. And so the, the habit that I was trying to start was waking up at 530. And well, I wake up at 530 anyway to get court up, but not going back to bed. And it has been mm-hmm. like for like I was doing it. And then I had that real weird week when my mom was in the hospital and I just was feeling crappy. And mm-hmm. it was Court's birthday and there's just a lot of stuff, other stuff going on, too. And so I kind of gave my permission, myself permission to like, oh, just like go back to sleep. You're stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, so now when I'm trying to do it again, it was hard to try to do it in the first place. But now, again, I'm trying to wake up and not get back in bed. But I've been waking up court at 530 and getting right back in bed once I know that he's up and started and ready um, for probably like two years now. So mm-hmm. like it's like everything in me like when I when I'm at his like at his door about to walk back to my bedroom I'm even telling myself like don't get back in bed don't get back in bed don't get back right. in bed don't get back in and bed and it's like but it's like <laughs> but a it's, homing device is, and you're just like going dude it is literally like right back <laughs> calling me it's like the ring from the Lord of the Rings like my precious <laughs> I need to get back to it <laughs> that's so funny so that's okay so how do you that I've been really struggling with. So, but I read this book, Atomic Habits. I read it a little while ago and I, you know, when you read something and you implement it for a little bit and then it's like, okay, then you forget about it. 
Right. Well, now I need it again. And it's this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about, one of the things he talks about is breaking your habit down into its smallest, smallest, smallest step. And so a lot of times when I'm up at 530, the, the thing, the battle that's going on in my mind is, okay, I could either be comfy in bed or I could do work. And I don't want to do mm-hmm. work. What am I even going to work right. on? Like, what am I working on right now? I can't, I don't even have a clear idea. I'm going back in bed. Right. I'll do it in the afternoon. Right. But his thing is... Um, Break it down to the smallest part. So it wouldn't be, okay, I'm waking up 5.30 to do work. It'd be like, I'm waking up at 5.30 to put clothes on. And if I put clothes Mm -hmm. on, then I'm not going to get back in bed. And then so I will do work. And when I say clothes, I mean like the tights and hoodie that are laying laying next to my bed. (laughs) No, but it's true though. Once you're out of your pajamas and your teeth are brushed and you have clothes on, it's like, okay, well now like that, then your brain, it's like you, you allow your brain at that point to move on to the next thing. Right. You're still in jail. Like that's like, that's how you work within the structures that you already have going on. Like your brain says pajamas and bed go together. Mm -hmm. So if you're in pajamas, then you must want to go back to bed. Right. But for whatever reason, if you just put on other clothes, even if they are like hoodie and tights, which is basically pajamas, it's like, okay, oh, now I did that. And now I brush my teeth. And then your brain's like, oh, okay, I get it. Breakfast, you know, and then you're on to the next thing. So that's a good, that's a good like start, you know, and that's something that's so easy to do. It's not saying, you know, Every day I'm going to like get up at 530. I'm going to jump on my computer immediately. You're like, no, I'm going to get up at 530 and I'm going to put my clothes on and then see what comes next. Exactly. And then it's like, all I need to do is avoid getting back in bed. Like that's the whole, that's really the goal is just not to get back in bed. So whatever I can do to just not get back in bed, then I'm golden. And I I think that's like, you can apply that to a lot of things. Like if you want to start going to the gym instead of being like, oh my God, I don't want to go to the gym. Like do it like just say, oh, I'll put on my gym clothes. And then mm-hmm. you're at least 70% more likely to go to the gym. You might not exactly. actually make it there, but you're more likely once you have it in your mind, like you want to go to the gym and I have my clothes on, like what is, what's stopping me now, you know? Well, and doesn't James Clear recommend too that you do, you make like incremental changes over time. So instead of yes. trying to like just do a major switch, like, and this is something, you know, you mentioned the gym and I, I, I've had this experience so many times where if I'm struggling to get back into working out, you know, and obviously this is pre COVID cause I'm still, I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm getting close to being able to go back to the gym and I'm really excited about that, but I don't want to you don't want to go too soon, you know. But anyway, <laughs> I don't because I'm I in Florida to. and I've been going to the gym since <laughs> November. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> anyway, so um, but you know when I used to try, I'd be like, okay, I want to go back to getting the gym, and I'm just not there yet. So what I do is just go to the gym, but don't pressure myself to work out. So okay, I right. go to the gym. Maybe I'll do a sauna. Maybe I'll go in the pool. Maybe I'll just walk on the treadmill. It's like. And just in the practice of driving to the gym, like you just trick your brain and then your brain's going like, and you just build on the habit. So you're like, okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drop off the kid at school and then I'm going to go to the gym. And then by like, it doesn't matter how many, you know, however many times it takes, but you will find that one day you'll drop the kid off the school and your brain will go time to go to the gym. And it's like, you don't necessarily have to run or work out when you get there. But if you just keep going to the gym, eventually that will come next. 
Right. You know, and so it's building it one step at a time rather than making it, you know, all at the same time. Yeah, that's what the whole book Atomic Habits is about. I really recommend it because he, he has so many good tips about creating habits and um, how to make your bad habits harder to do. And we mentioned this in a couple episodes back. Like if you're like me and you get distracted by watching TV or I don't know, like scrolling on the internet or whatever, just make that thing so much harder to do and then make the good habit so much easier to do. Like if right. you are trying to avoid eating snacks, like don't, a, it would be smart just to not buy the cookies and leave them at the Don't have them in your house, right. But like, if Because you then you're like, I want a counter, cookie. Yeah, you're like, I want a cookie. I have to drive three miles to get one. Like, right. no, I'm not doing that. Exactly. And another thing he talks about is just trying to change something small at first. Like, so if you're like, oh my God, I need to get better sleep and I need to start waking up earlier and I need to eat healthier and I need to go to the gym and I'm trying to start this new business. Right. And like, <laughs> you know, all these habits that you're trying to start at once, when you do that, you get so overwhelmed that there's no way you can make all those changes. Um, but you can do something. And I think this it was in the power of habit, actually talking about keystone habits, although I'm sure he probably mentions it as well. But when you get a keystone habit, which a keystone habit would be something like you decide to start exercising. Let's just say you start exercising. If you start exercising in the morning, then you're less likely to want like a bacon, egg and cheese for breakfast because you just exercised. Right. So then right. you start natural naturally just wanting healthier things for breakfast, like a smoothie or something. And then since you had a smoothie, it's like, oh, I feel more energetic. So you might get some more work done. And then since you had like a full day and you felt energetic, then you actually feel tired at night and you might go to sleep earlier. Or yeah, you might right, like right. read. It's, it's, it's like one thing that you change in your life can have the snowball effect and change multiple things in your life because now you're actually starting to change your lifestyle and not just like these little these little things that you're pinpointing like that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. Right. So focusing on one thing, yeah. And that's the power too of like what we're talking about with goal setting and completing these goals. Even if it's just something small you're trying to right. do, if you do it, then you, you know, it does have a, the similar like snowball effect in your life. You, you do this one thing, you feel really good about what you did. You're like, wow, I empowered myself to do that and I actually did it. I'm going to try something else, you know, and the same thing with habits. Like you change one thing, it makes you feel better. It bleeds into other areas of your life and then you're more motivated to change some of these other things. Right. So, so I, I, I think what I'm trying to do is, is twofold. So like one thing I'm trying to do is I'm, I'm trying to walk away from work, even though I feel like I don't have that much because my kids are not in full-time care. And so I have, you know, babysitter coming once in a while and I have these kind of like patched together care times. Mm -hmm. So then I feel this pressure when she's here to like get into my work and stay in it. And it's very easy to do. Once I start doing it, I'm like, ah, and I have to do this thing and that thing and this thing and that thing. And it like, it starts to feel really overwhelming to me and I can easily just get into this bad place with it in a mm. way where I'm just working, 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 like feverishly feeling like it's never going to get done. And what I really need is a break. And mm. it's counterintuitive because it feels like the more I could work and get done, then the more would be off my plate. But honestly, like the nature of my work is that it's never done. It's right. always going to be something else. You know, it's always going to be a new client. It's always going to be 
you know, a, a something to change, something to shift, like an invoice to pay. Like it's, it's never going to go away. Right. And so I really was thinking about this bad habit I have of like, getting sucked into like the tunnel of my computer and then allowing everything else that I wanted for the day to just get, get pushed, 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 pushed. Right. And then it's like, I'm, I'm breaking away from it when I absolutely have to, because the sitter's leaving or I have to go pick someone up from school or whatever. And then mm. I'm like, dang, I just allowed myself to get mired in. into this. Yeah. Totally sucked in. And I never looked up. And so you know, the big goal I have is to create a habitual piano practice to learn to play the piano. But I also have this very bad habit of not giving myself any free time. So what I'm thinking is about um, bundling. And so this is the next thing I want to talk about. So seamless transition there. It is. <laughs> is that, yeah, so that if I can, you know, if I can bundle um, piano, you know, the piano practice, which is something that I actually really want to do and enjoy with a break from work, which is something that even though it sounds very enjoyable, is it's just not something I ever achieve. So mm -hmm. what I think I should do is, is pull myself away from the work to do the piano practice. And it's like something that um, I think I can actually tell myself like, no, this is also something I have to do. Right. Um, go and do the piano practice. And then also maybe when I'm done, just release myself from going back to work for like the next 10 minutes or so. And I'm going to have a break from work and the piano practice at the same time. Mm. 10 minutes. I don't know. 20. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes to play piano, which is a break. And then 10 more minutes just to like, just to you like know, chill. Yeah. Just to do whatever, you know, to take a little walk or free my mind for a second right, or, you know, right, just right. not go, not just go right to the piano playing and then back to my computer. Mm. Um, but you know, to give myself like I'm viewing this as a break from work and also I'm going to give myself a little extra time. So it's instantly gratifying because that's the thing about temptation bundling is like both things have to happen at the same time because you have to get your reward immediately. So it's not like the suggestion is not like, okay, I'm going to, you know, work out. And then after my workout, I'm going to get a smoothie like that. That's pretty good, but it's not as good as if you, for instance, if you're like reading a great um, steamy novel or, or listening to it on, on audio and you do that every time you go for a run then you're like, okay, I have to go for the run, but I get to hear the next chapter of this, you know, right, the saga right, right. or whatever that is, because it's just, it's better if it can be like immediately satisfying. Um, it's because, fun. you know, often we don't, we don't give ourselves like, we just can't see ahead enough to make it worth it. Right. It's funny you say that because I've tried to, um, like I, my guilty pleasure is like trashy reality shows like Love mm -hmm. After Lockup and fucking, what's the other one? Real Housewives of Atlanta. And so uh -huh. sometimes I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to do work and watch this. And then I realize how, un like how much I really don't care about those shows. Cause then I'll be sitting in front of the TV, completely zoned out of the show and just like sitting and doing work. But it felt like I was like, Oh, I got to watch TV too. Even though I didn't really watch it. Like, Oh, even, totally. Even though it was just on, but it was like, Oh, like I really want to watch real housewives, but I also have to do this. Let me just do this and watch real housewives. And I'll yes, do it. Exactly. I hear an argument. I'll pop up and be like, uh, uh, what? Right. I know she yes, didn't do that, girl. And the, and that's the, such a good example. And then like, yeah, that's go such back, a good example. Go back to working. <laughs> yeah, and I do that too because I do I do like all this stuff with my um with my finances where I have to like categorize everything for my business and mm -hmm. it's very boring and it's like it, it does take attention, but it doesn't it's just it's you know, it's very boring work. And so I'll do that while I watch The Bachelor. 
Right. Yeah. 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 I yeah. can't. I can't afford to spend two hours watching The Bachelor, like not doing anything else. Right. But I can do, you know, sending like emails that are not important but it have to get sent or like categorizing mm-hmm. my finances like doing that kind of work like if yeah. you can do folding the most clothes. boring parts of your work yeah folding clothes of course so that's a really good example of that too and there's a lot of ways that we can be doing this like like think about the things you really love to do in your day and you really want to do and think about the things that are hard for you to get done or that never get done and pair them up and do them at the same time um, like another one is I love to call my family members and my friends and talk on the phone but mm-hmm. I I can't really afford to just like sit here and do that. And I also can't do that while I'm trying to work. So if someone calls me that I really want to talk to, or if I schedule a call with someone, I'll take the dogs on a walk. Yeah. One Two time, things at once. I'm getting exercise. The dogs are getting a walk and I'm getting to enjoy the conversation all at once. One time Becca called me while she was literally running and I was like, um, what? <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I frequently do this to people and they're like, like, what are you like, doing right now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually I really like she's it. a multitasker I people hate it I, they're like where it's really windy and you're like panting I'm like yeah I know I'm just on like a five mile jog here while we're on the phone but it's a for me it's like great way it goes right, by right. so fast when I'm talking to to friends or family members I can really get that done and it's not even like hard you know it's yeah. so distracting for me and I love talking to people so that's a perfect example too of temptation bundling or and even then, just like listening to music while you're doing shit like I find sure, that it, like I hate like not hate but like just doing like you know cleaning or emptying a dishwasher or folding laundry or just like cleaning mostly or whatever yeah. just like putting on like music that you want to like dance to while you do it makes it makes it a thousand times better and that's really totally. simple, but people don't always do. I don't even always do it, even though I know that I do it like half the time. Yeah. All right. And then the other I think the other like good, good thing we have to offer here is the idea of swaps. Um, so this is this is the idea that you already have in your life, you know, many ingrained habits that you do, many things that your brain is just saying, do that, do that, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of touched on this earlier, but one thing you can do if you're trying to add in healthier habits or habits related to your goal is identify places in your life where you have things that you're already doing by rote and just swapping out a better option. So like for me, the most obvious example is I get into times in my life where I eat ice cream every single night or, you know, also people drink every night or smoke weed every night or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you know, and I find the one thing I can do is I can switch out ice cream for tea. Does that sound exciting? No, it does not. <laughs> is it exciting? No, it is not. But after you do it 10, 15 times, it totally works. Like right. I, before I was every single night, I was finishing up cleaning the kitchen, doing the dishes, turning the dishwasher on, and my brain would go, okay, it's time for ice cream. Mm-hmm. The more times that I have tea instead of ice cream, now my brain just automatically, it's amazing. Like I close the door to the dishwasher and my brain goes, okay, put the tea kettle on and then I right. have tea instead. And now my now I'm happy with it. I don't even care. Yeah, I think that, well, we were talking about, me and Becca were talking about this earlier, but um, habits form by having three parts. It's cue, routine, reward. So the cue, like for you, the cue is you finish cleaning your kitchen and then bing, like as soon as you do that, that's your cue to now you want ice cream. And so you changed your routine, which which is the tea, and then your reward mm-hmm. is not having extra pounds or having your nice right. cup of it, cute yeah. tea or exactly 
or like just like being cozy or whatever. So you're mm-hmm. so a lot of times your cue is not going to change. Like for me, like my cue to wake up at 530, that alarm that wakes me up at 530 in the morning. That's the cue. Now my routine has to change instead of just like going to court's room in pajamas. Now, like as soon as I get out of bed, I put my little uh, sweatshirt on and my tights. And then, like, now that's the changed routine. The reward is now I'm actually working on my stuff and I don't have to feel sad and guilty yeah, for, the rest of the, sleep. for the rest of the day. And, and it's crazy and because could, when I ever, when always when I go back to sleep, I wake up more tired than I did when I right. originally woke up at 530 and I'm always mad at myself. But, yes, so it's like doubly bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So find those, those cues in your life. Like, okay, what is the cue? Like, or... For instance, like I, for a while back, like I traded smoking weed for yoga. So the cue was like at night, I would just be like tired. and Well, not tired, but I would want to go to like I'd want to relax and I'd feel like a little anxious. And so I'd smoke. But yoga does the same thing. So the, the feeling is still there. That cue of like feeling a little anxious and wanting to relax is still there. The routine now has to change swapping the smoking for yoga but the reward Mm -hmm. is actually very similar like I feel relaxed like I feel chilled out like I feel like I'm more ready to go to sleep and you know you just feel better so I think identifying the cues in your life that lead to a bad routine you have to find that new routine but also find a reward that is going to be rewarding <laughs> sure. for lack of a for lack of a better word yeah and, and also to start thinking of your old habit in these terms like like it could be helpful just to write down all the things that you're losing or missing out on or suffering from because of that old habit because we really mm-hmm. are motivated by pain and pleasure and we're more motivated by avoiding pain than we are gaining pleasure So if we attach a lot of pain to our old habit, like the more pain in your mind you could you can attach to that old habit. So for me, not waking up at 530, okay, the pain is going to be me taking longer to finish this or me not finishing it and me not like progressing in this career that I'm trying to get off the ground and then like being completely lost in life and depressed like like you have to make that pain like so bad and like really keep it on top of your mind and be like okay now I want to avoid this pain of the old habit or you're trying to like quit smoking cigarettes like cancer and and death and lung what are those things those tracheotomies and you know what I mean Yes, I guess so. But see, that's the point, right? Like when I when I did smoke, I had all those long-term effects in my mind, but that's what we were saying earlier. Like the instant gratification of smoking always right. wins out over the fear of the long-term effects because right. the lung cancer you're going to get, you're not going to get until you're 40. Yeah. You know, and so and similarly, like you want to lose weight, but the joy of eating a piece of chocolate cake right now like, yes, you know that that's going to make it longer for you to lose the weight or it's going to make it harder, but you just don't care. So right. like when I actually did quit smoking, the way I did it was through swapping. So my brain, you know, nicotine is so powerful. My brain's going time to smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And instead, you know, if you, sw- okay. So instead of smoking a cigarette, you just have a piece of gum. It's like that actually does work, you know, and whether it's Nicorette or whatever it is you want to do, or it's just a mint, eventually your brain will go time to have a mint. 
you know, right, instead, right. and then you can move on from there. So it's like just, just putting in, like just putting a blocker in the place. So substituting something for the bad habit a lot of times can at least get you to like the next step and then you can keep moving on from there. And yeah. I was thinking about your thing too. Like one thing you could do habit wise is you could establish a habit of laying out your clothes the night before. So mm-hmm. then they're sitting right there, like right next to your bed so that when you get up, there's no thought involved at all about what you're going to put on because that even that thought of like, oh, I don't even know what I'm going to wear. So like, I'm not going to get changed. And then you're back in bed, you know, yeah, yeah. but if it's right there for you, it's like, boom, okay, I'm up. I got to put my clothes on. They're right here. I'm just going to put them on. And that's not like something you have to do forever. But if you can do that for the next, you know, four weeks, that might get you to the next, you know, the next part of, of just becoming habitual, really. You know what else um, I w- I've been thinking about doing is putting my computer next to Court's, like, door. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, putting my computer, like, literally, like, you know, not in front of his door so he's going to walk out and step on it, although he doesn't walk out of his room 20 minutes till after I wake him up anyway. But, right. like, when I, like, <laughs> knock on his door and say, Court, wake up, if the computer is literally right there, like... It would be like, I'd have to really try to not do it, you know? So. Yeah. Yes. You'd ha- yeah. You'd have to like, like you'd have to embarrassingly say yes. no to yourself <laughs> exactly. several times. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Okay. So one thing I did too, just really quick, I revisited this book that I'd read before called Change Your Brain, Change Your Life by Daniel Amen, I guess. Uh, A-M-E-N. So I don't know if it's, is it Amen. Amen. <laughs> right? <laughs> so Daniel Amen. Um, and I hadn't read this in years, but I'm, I think I am going to read it again because it's a lot about like, it, it applies to this not as much maybe as Power of Habit does, which I've also read, but, um, and I want to read the one you mentioned too. That sounds great. Atomic Habit. But mm-hmm. um, this one, this one is about really thinking like about those neuropathways and about, you know, the, the things that are affecting your life, like fear or anxiety Mm -hmm. and really digging into some simple things you can do on a day-to-day basis to alleviate some of these these pressures and like really your brain is like a machine and you can change the oil you can fine-tune it like you can make it run better Mm -hmm. and one thing that he recommends that I thought was was uh important for today is the habit of spending more time with people who you want to be like right Mm. so Instead of just like getting in, and we've talked so much about negativity and people who bring you down and especially in goal setting and trying to do something, you know, you have these people in your life that are like, why are you trying to do that? You can't do that. You're too old to do that. You're too dumb to do that. You're too fat to do that. You're, you know, or whatever. And really like ultimately going all the way back to like season one of kicking the panties, like these are projections. Usually when people are trying to tear you down, it's because they feel horrible about themselves and what they're not able to do. And actually has like nothing to do with what you're able to do or even how they feel about you. It's like, like you're just, sometimes you have people in your life that feel so badly about themselves that the only thing they can do is, is try to bring everybody down with them. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you spend more time with people that are doing things that you want to do, and are achieving things that you want to achieve, it's infectious. You know, it's, right. it's, it's just like, it lights a fire on, in you. Like, and I know you felt that like, you know, hanging out in this like girl group that you found. And when you meet people who are running courses or, you know, when they, when you meet people that are public speakers, like you're like, oh, yeah. and it's just, it just shows you, you're like, oh, this is someone that, that I respect, that respects me, that I like, that likes me, that's doing something that I want to do and they're doing it. So why can't I do it? You know, and it just sort of brings you to the next level. So, well, I was going to say, it's funny that you say that because 
I've noticed. So I did make this. I did make friends in this little meetup group, and I met literally one girl who's more like that but the other girls are just like let's just go out and let's just have drinks right and since i hadn't had friends in so long i was really excited to do those things because i like i hadn't had girls nights and i hadn't like gone out for drinks and stuff like that and i realized like no like these girls are getting me in trouble like (laughs) for real like these girls are like taking me off my path because like even though like i was really excited to have friends and really excited to like go out to these little new places and have drinks and have little girl dates like one of them single and I had to pretend to be single to be a wing woman one night right. and I got drunk and I actually gave this guy my real phone number and I got in trouble for that because it was really oh, stupid. no stupid <laughs> yeah that is stupid it was really stupid but I told the guy like Hey, like, I'm just here. Like, at the end of the night, I was like, hey, I just want to, like, I'm just here because of them. And, like, he still was like, oh, what's your number? And, like, an idiot. I was like, oh, here it is. I never texted the guy or anything like that. But, and it didn't really get me in trouble with Paul. Paul was just like, really? Like, that's dumb. Like, why would you do that? But, like, like it. and I got really drunk that night. And I walked into a glass fucking wall and made a bruise on my nose. I'm like, what is this? This is not... This like I really like this girl and she I know she doesn't listen so it doesn't matter but I I really like her but it's like I can't I don't want to be dragged into this sort of life like it was fun right. to have these little girls nights and now after that last girls night I'm like girl Carolyn you are doing too much with these other girls like what is but going it almost- on this is going to take you way derailed off your path and then recently yes. I met this business owner who has this little cute shop around the corner and like meeting her and just talking to her for 10 minutes I felt like so light and so energetic and so yes. happy to meet her Whereas, like, when I'm with my little drinking girlfriends, it's, like, fun. And it's, like, oh, like, you dated a guy that did what? Oh, girl, that's crazy. Let's drink. And blah, you blah, need blah. that, but, too, you know? though, right? Like, you need both. You you need to unwind and release and have fun. But you also, like, and you're proving the point exactly. Because you, your body is telling you when you're in the right situation or in the wrong situation. Right. You know? Yeah. So like your body, your, your mind and your body and your soul tells you when you're with people that you want to be like and when you're with people that you that are taking you down the wrong path, right. you know? Yeah. And it's like this girl, I really like her. It's just like, OK, like this is not the type of friend that I need to make right now. Like right. I would still love to right. be friends with her. And I'm still going to be friends with her and I'm going to go out with her every once in a while. But for a while we were going out once a week because she's single and like she's yeah, trying yeah, to whatever. And it's just like, that doesn't work for me. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. And when you you get so busy and there's so much you want to do and like there's a person you really want to become, like when you're hanging out with people that are just not about that and are, are, and are just wasting time, you're just looking at them like this. Now you're wasting my time. Like now you're pissing me off. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not getting anything out of this and, and I don't even know what you're about. So like. You know, you, you kind of have to shed those relationships. But yeah. anywho, so what I think I need to be doing in terms of like building better habits and trying to solidify my goal even more so is it exactly what you mentioned earlier is listening to more music. So that's a swap I could definitely make because right now I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I think I should be listening to more music. I want to create music. I'm trying to be musical. Mm-hmm. I think listening to more music would, would help me in that effort. And then I think going to see 
more music would be mm. really affirming. So like whenever I go see a band, I'm always like, yeah, like music is so cool. Like look at those right. people playing music. And it, it just makes me want to do it more and more and more. And so I think like if I'm feeling like I'm, my interest is, is relaxing or if I haven't, you know, practiced in a couple of days, just engaging with other people who play, which is so, I mean, I live in freaking New Orleans and right. now, you know, <laughs> the city is like almost vaccinated. So there's live music again. So I just need to get back out there and really start to seeing more live music. So that's one thing I'm going to do. And then I'm also, I'm going to work on my QRR. So I think my Q is like the um, feel that feeling of being overwhelmed by work. So when I've been working for a couple hours and I'm starting to like build my to-do list and it's growing and not shrinking and I'm like freaking out about it mm. instead of just being like, I'm going to work as hard as I can to get this done. I'm going to use that cue of feeling overwhelmed to say, okay, it's time to take a break. I'm going to take a little piano break. Mm, um, mm -hmm. And then I think after I play the piano, I'm going to even solidify the reward by giving myself like a treat, like a handful of chocolate covered almonds or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to try that. Yeah, I think I, what I'm going to do is put the... I'm going to start doing the getting dressed as soon as I get up. Because, okay. like, I dabbled with it earlier in the week. And it was working. Um, and then I drank too much one day. And that's another thing. Like, you realize, like, oh, okay, this is not... Like, you can't... Like, if you're really trying to wake up at 5.30 every single day then you can't just have one day where it's like, oh, I'm going to have three old fashions tonight. It's like, no. Does it have to be every day? Does it like in your mind, does it have to be every day or it could it be, be like that you're going for five days a week? No, I'm going for five days a week, but I haven't, okay. but it's like no business. I do this all the time because, you know, Paul has a bar. So like if I go visit there, there's always like someone like, right. Hey, we made a new cocktail. Try it. And I'm like, okay. Then like three cocktails later, it's fucking Tuesday. Oh yes. I've experienced this at the bar. I have, we had lunch at the bar and we both were, um, yeah. sheets to the wind. <laughs> right. Cause people are like, Hey, have this, have this. Yeah. You want another beer? And you're <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I have to really monitor the other things that I do that is that is making it harder for me to wake up at 530. Mm -hmm. So go, not going out as much um, with those girlfriends. Getting closer to friends who, like the girl who I met around the corner who has the shop, like she has kids, she's married, she's starting businesses. Right. I'm like, oh, I need to be friends yes. with you. Because yes. you're not going to have time to just get drunk randomly and you're not even going to want right. to. And when we talk, we're going to talk about like meaningful shit and not just like what some dude did to you on your date. And it'd be fine if you were trying to hire me as your dating coach, but you just take my free dating right. advice and you don't even listen. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I'm like I should be charging for this. But anyway. That's neither here nor there. But those are the things that I'm going to work on. And I think I'm going to um, put the computer outside Court's door because that just came to me as we we're talking now. And that sounds like like a good move. Like if it's right there, yeah, what am I going to just idea. look at it and be like, eh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, try it. And then I think like the other thing we, we thought of um, or, you know, something that I think that really works well is in a lot of these like apps, um, like I was thinking of Duolingo, but when you try to learn, like learn on Duolingo, they're always like, you're on fire. You have a three day streak, a four day streak. Like you mm. get more points and stuff if you do streaks. So I think right. we should both try to hit a streak this week. So I'm going to try to practice 
piano five times um, as a streak, and I'm going to try to use my QRR to do that. Okay. You try to wake up at 5.30 five times by the next time we talk. Yeah. And I think our listeners, for the homework, what we're going to ask you to do is to identify your own QRR for the habit you're looking to try to create. Um, and then use one of these methods we discussed, swapping or temptation bundling or developing keystone habits um, to try and, and get one habit to start this week and then also try to hit a streak five times yeah. in the next seven days. So I think that, that that will be really good homework. All right. And just for the listeners, for you guys, I just want to remind you about QRR. So basically, you know, we're saying QRR, but obviously the first thing is Q with a C, Q-U-E. So that's your Q. Um, And then routine and then reward. So figure out what your Q is and then change the routine and then reward yourself. So pretty Mm -hmm. simple stuff. I mean, you think it's simple until you try to do it and then you're like, oh shit, I am... Right. I need help. Yeah. The idea (laughs) is simple. And that's like with literally everything in life. The idea is simple. Eat healthy exercise. That's a very simple concept. Is it simple to easy to do? Hell no. (laughs) It's not. But you know what? I was actually thinking in this latest run I've had where I just like lost 10 pounds. So I'm, you know, I'm losing my pregnancy weight again. It's just so funny. It's like every time, you know, we do these, the seasons, we just happen to like be I just keep getting pregnant. So I keep getting fat and then I have to right. lose the weight again. So <laughs> I'm not a yo-yo dieter. Sometimes like, you know, Emil has occasionally been like, I don't, you know, it's not good to yo-yo diet. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, I am not a yo-yo <laughs> dieter. You're acting like I put on 40 pounds by like eating too much. Right, right. I, yeah. <laughs> I had a baby again and again and again. I did it three times in five years. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's he's really not like that. I don't want to paint him like that because he's totally not. Yeah, but, no, he's you know, not. but I do feel like a yo-yo dieter because I have gone up, down, up, down. I mean, you know, it's like, it's just, that, yeah. that's the nature of what I'm doing. But it's, you know, it sucks. But anyway, I was thinking like, you know, it's not that bad. Like, honestly, you can lose the weight. Like, you can do it in a reasonable way. You can find your methods, like, whatever. And then I was really, like, digging a little deeper into that thought. And I was like, it's not that bad for me now. But that's because I've been doing it for, like, 10 years. I've been working on health and fitness. I've been figuring out my eating. I've been changing my eating habits. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I have been really following that James Clear method. It's like I've done it little by little over right. 10 years I've right. been working on it, you know? So now it doesn't feel like, quote unquote, that bad. But if you took me from 10 years ago and dropped me into the day, the way I do it now, I'd be like, what is this? What are you? T- you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? You know? So I, I do think like you just have to really focus on the small changes you can make and just have faith that over time things will get better. And think about this as like a lifelong journey and not, you know, not just like I'm going to change everything tomorrow. Right. And reward yourself for the little things. I'll just leave with that. Reward yourself for the little things. So if it's like if you just like drove to the gym and walked in and were like, fuck, fuck this. At least you drove to the gym. You know what I mean? Like reward exactly. yourself for like the little things. Like be like, okay, well, I drove to the gym. Because if you're like, oh, you're such an idiot. You drove to the gym. You didn't even go. You hate right. yourself. There's no point to even do it next time. But if you reward yourself like, okay, okay, girl. First, today you got to the gym. Maybe tomorrow you'll step on the treadmill. Maybe to- right. next week you'll be lifting weights, you know? 
Exactly. And honestly, like that is one of the most powerful habits that you can create for yourself. And it you can do this. It's just every time you have a negative shitty thought, just say a more positive thought louder on top of it. Like oh, yeah, it seems silly to do it, it, but it's true. And you feel like an idiot when you're doing it, but you can make those new grooves into more positive thinking. And I promise you that'll make you happier. Oh, it will. Man. Yeah. So celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. All right. So next week we're going to, we're, we're into act as if, mm. act as if it's already done. Believe it, believe it, believe it. So it's that's going to, I can't wait to talk about that. It's already I can't so. wait. I cannot wait till next week. Yeah. So, all right. Well, for this week, this has been Carolyn and Becca saying, what are you going to do this week? Kicking the panties. Get them habits in check, girl.